afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen just as he said. Well, happy Easter, everybody. Happy Resurrection Sunday. My name is Justin Begley, and I'm the host of Magnify. I'm so excited that you decided to turn in today to hear the gospel. As the famous saying goes, he is risen. He is risen indeed. And that is what we're celebrating today, the the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Easter is the most important holiday for Christians. Now, yes, of course, Christmas is also super important because without the birth of Jesus, there would be no resurrection. But the resurrection is where Jesus put his full lordship and glory on display. And that is where those that have chosen to follow him can find their hope and salvation. You see, Easter is an amazing celebration because it's a time to worship the glory of God who showed his sovereignty, his grace, and his love for us through the offering of his son to save us from our sin. Jesus, through the death on the cross, took on the full burden and and weight of our sin. As our substitute, he brought us out of the bondage that restricts us from experiencing true freedom. And through him becoming the sacrificial lamb, Jesus gave us the gift of salvation. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Jesus, who was fully God and fully man, came to earth in flesh and lived among us perfectly sinless. And, and though he did nothing wrong, he took on the full wrath of God, which, which he did not deserve, so that we could live. And through the sacrifice on the cross, we are given the gift of life, which, which we did not deserve. And the Apostle Paul explains in Philippians 2 that, that Jesus, being found in appearance as a man, humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. And, and, he, and he did this because he loves us. When Jesus sacrificed himself on, on Calvary, he knew that, that he was the only one that could take on the full weight of our sins. The Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and for that, the wages of sin is death. But you see, this isn't a physical death. Physical death is certain. One out of every one person dies, that the statistics on that are, are certain. But this kind of death is much more serious. It, it's a spiritual death. It's a separation from God, which is just just an indescribable thing to, to experience. A friend of mine once said to me that that if we truly knew the torment and the pain that is caused by, by being in eternal separation from God, we would all try a lot harder to share the gospel and help those that we know help lead them to faith in Jesus. Uh, on the cross, Jesus experienced that, that pain when we when, when, when he was temporarily separated from the Father and the Holy Spirit as he took on God's wrath for us. That's why as, as he hung on the cross, Jesus cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And just before he died, Jesus yelled out, I am thirsty. Because he was experiencing this, this separation from God. He was experiencing the torment of being forsaken by God. But he took on all of that because he loves us. The Bible says that, that we are unable to save ourselves, but that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And that's how God demonstrated his love for us. But Jesus said something else before he died. Just before he gave up his spirit, as, as the Bible says, he said, It is finished. It is finished. Jesus had just suffered the, the worst pain that anybody had ever suffered in the history of the world. And, and he said, It is finished because he knew that he had completed the Father's will. He knew that his sacrifice was leading to something great, that he was leading to something that he was always prophesied to fulfill. And three days later, he got up and walked out of that tomb. He resurrected. And and through his resurrection, he defeated sin. He defeated the enemy. He defeated 
death, he conquered the grave, removing the greatest source of, of fear, the greatest tool that the enemy uses to, 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 to frighten us, he removed that. He conquered death. He co- conquered the grave. And, and, and he squashed the head of the enemy. First Timothy 1.10 says, It has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. First Corinthians 15 says, He has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. And later in in, in 1 Corinthians 15, it says, Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And this leads us to the gift of eternal life. Through Jesus, it is by grace that we have been saved through faith. This is not of our own selves, but as a gift from God, not as a result of works that no one may boast. This is the power of the resurrection. Knowing that we could not save ourselves from this position that we've put ourselves in, this 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 self-choosing, our, our own choosing of separating ourselves from God through sin, knowing that, We couldn't save ourselves from that. God sent his only son into the world to die as the sacrificial lamb so that we sinners who choose to be sinners may have eternal life. This is just a remarkable truth. While we betrayed God, he sent his only son to die for us so that we could live. But there's more to the resurrection. Through the resurrection, Jesus transforms into the lion of Judah. Listen to what it says in Genesis 49. It says, Judah, your brothers will praise you. Your hand will be on the neck of your enemies. Your father's sons will bow down to you. You are a lion's cub, Judah. You return from the prey, my son. Like a lion, he he crouches and lies down like a lioness. Who dares to rouse him? The scepter will not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet, until he, to whom it belongs, shall come, and the obedience of the nations will be his." Also listen to the imagery that we get from Daniel's vision in Daniel chapter 7. Daniel said, In my vision at night I looked up, and there before me were the four winds of heaven churning up the great sea. Four great beasts, each different from the others, came up out of the sea. The first was like a lion, and it had the wings of an eagle. I watched until its wings were torn off, and it was lifted from the ground so that it stood on two feet like a human being, and the mind of a human was given to it. In my vision at night I looked, And there before me was like a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All nations and peoples of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. And finally, also, we we see in in John's visions that are described in Revelation, we, we get the same picture. In Revelation 5, it says, See the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. Then I saw a lamb, looking as if it had been slain, standing at the center of the throne, encircled by the four living creatures and the elders. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, because you were slain, and with your blood you purchased the God for God's persons from every tribe and language and people and nation. In a loud voice they were all saying, Worthy is the lamb who was slain, to receive power, wealth, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and praise. This is the power of the resurrection, that Jesus becomes the Lion of Judah, permanently defeating death and permanently defeating the enemy. In in defeating 
the enemy in becoming the Lion of Judah, he fulfills all the prophecies that were foretold about him in the Old Testament. He crushed the head of the serpent with his heel, and now the enemy has no power over us. With the resurrection, death has become inconsequential because God, through Jesus, gives believers eternal life. This is an incredible message because no matter what our past may be, no matter what we may have done in Jesus, our past are dead, our sins are dead, and we, through faith, through grace, we are forgiven. All sin can be forgiven through faith in Jesus Christ, but only through Jesus. Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Once faith is professed in Jesus, we can be saved from the bondage of our sins and we can finally have true freedom. That's the love that God revealed to us through the death and resurrection of Jesus. Easter is a celebration of that. It's a celebration of Jesus transforming from a sacrificial lamb to the lion of Judah that defeated death and claimed his victory so that we may have life. If you haven't entrusted your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I would encourage you to think about it. There's no better time than now on Easter. The Bible says that we've all fallen short of the glory of God and and that we cannot save ourselves. But by faith in Jesus, we can be saved. Our sins can be washed away and we can enter a new life and, and become a new creation in Jesus. So if you haven't yet made the decision to give yourself to, to him, I, I would just ask, what are you waiting for? I, I don't know what your circumstances are. I, maybe you feel that your past is just, is just too dark and, and that you aren't worthy enough. Or maybe you feel that you, you need to just kind of purify yourself first before coming to God. I, I don't know what your circumstances are. But I'm here to tell you that in Jesus, your past, your sins, they're all washed away. Your past is dead. And in Jesus, you come, you enter into a new life. I promise you, there is no sin that Jesus cannot handle or wash away. Jesus came for sinners so that they may become the righteousness of God. So if you're hearing this, you you feel ready to commit yourself to Jesus, I would encourage you to pray this prayer. Jesus I know that apart from you, I'm, I'm dead in my sins, but in you, I can have eternal life and I can experience the freedom that comes with trust and faith in your gospel. Jesus, I believe in you. I believe that you are the son of God. I believe that you are the Messiah. I believe that on the cross, you sacrificed yourself for me so that I could live. Come into my heart, Jesus. Come into my life. I commit myself to you. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer, I promise you, you have made the best decision of your life. And and I would encourage you to get yourself a Bible if if you don't have one and spend some time reading God's word and listen to what God has to say to you. I I would also encourage you to seek out a church and if you don't already belong to one and, and try to plug yourself into a community of believers that will love and support you in your walk with Jesus. And for the rest of us, I, I pray that we can reflect on and remember the truth of the resurrection of, uh, of Jesus and, and the power that it has and what it really means to us in our life. For Jesus came, lived a sinless life, died to save us, and rose again, claiming his victory over everything. And he said, it is finished. Happy Easter, everyone. God bless you.